Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you about letting go of people, of situations, of emotions that are no longer serving you. As humans, it's only natural for us to want to cling on to things that we know, things that are comfortable. But the truth is, when we hold on to those things, we're not allowing space for new and better things to come into our lives. The universe always wants to bring us amazing opportunities, whether it's new people, whether it's a new job, whatever it is. The problem is we often resist that. And the reason we resist it is because we're afraid of the unknown. As I said before, change is scary. When you can't see what's around the corner, when you don't know what's going on in your world, and you know that if you take a leap of faith, that the universe will have your back, but sometimes you only have one step illuminated at a time. And that is a little bit scary. It's a lot scary. But I wanted to talk to you about this today. You know, we just got Disney Plus and my brother said, oh, you have to watch this special. They have this show on there. It's called Imagineering. And they have two episodes. You really need to watch it. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this weekend I decided, yes, I'm going to watch this show. And it was incredible. And I think that the story of Walt Disney is one that you could use as a perfect example. You know, he was an animator. And he was already winning a lot of awards from animation. And he had this idea, you know, he would take his daughters to the park. Saturday was always his day with his daughters. And he would take them to the park, to the carousel. And he was thinking to himself that there should be a place where families can go and and hang out together and be able to do everything together. So he decided that he wanted to build this theme park. And at the time... This was a crazy idea because the theme parks that were around were like carnivals. And you know what a carnival atmosphere is like. You know, his wife even said to him, oh, the carnivals are horrible. It's like the workers there are just nasty people and, um, you know, it's a dirty place. And so he said, oh, no, this is not going to be like that. So he had an idea to do something different something that nobody had ever done before and everyone thought that his idea was crazy and when he went to the banks to try to get loans for his project they turned him down so he had this idea and it wasn't like you know I think a lot of people think oh yeah it was just a huge success he had a lot of struggles along the way There were so many things. First, coming up with the funding for it. And then when they were building it, there were different things that happened. 
And then came opening day, you know, he was finally able to get funding together to get this park built. Opening day comes and he had run out of money. And so he had a choice as to whether they were going to finish the plumbing and have bathrooms or they were going to finish the water fountains. And he felt like the bathrooms were more important. So people accused him that day of forcing them to buy soda there at the theme park because they didn't have any water fountains. The asphalt, it was so hot that day, like the asphalt didn't have a chance to dry completely. So these women came in in heels and their heels were sinking into the asphalt. Um, rides broke down, like the teacups, I think they said that teacups came apart and had to be welded that like on site. Um, there were like electrical issues where fuses were blown. They were having to load people on and off of Dumbo with a stepladder. I mean, all kinds of things that you could imagine were happening happened. Um, they were not expecting as many people that showed up as they did. So they ran out of snacks from the vending machines. I mean, all kinds of things happened. And he could have said like, oh my gosh, this is a disaster, you know, hang it up because the papers all gave it horrible reviews. And it's crazy to me now to think that Disneyland got awful reviews, but it did. But the one thing about it was that Walt never gave up and he didn't see it as a failure. He saw it as, okay, here's where we need to improve. And throughout his entire career, it was things like that, like a setback, but then he'd be like, oh, we just need to do it a different way. And it was that determination that, you know, we're going to do this, basically come hell or high water. I have this idea and I'm going to see it through. And he had to make adjustments here and there. And he knew also that he had to hire the people who could help him, but he didn't give up. And I think so many of us give up before we even start projects because we don't see the success right away. We feel like, well, if the universe put an idea in my head and I go after it, it should be a smashing success. And that isn't always the case. Sometimes it's the process of getting the idea, seeing it through, making adjustments, and then completing it. I think about the classroom and projects in the classroom. What is the purpose of having students do a project? You know that those kids are not going to complete something that's going to be a 100% project right away. The point is that they have to constantly go and course correct. They have to try and fail and then redo it. It's like giving them an experiment in a science lab. You're not always going to be successful on your first try. It's about trying something, and if it doesn't work, adjusting. So for part of you, the lesson isn't just that you need to go after whatever dream the universe has put in your heart. It's that you have to understand that everything is a process that the first step is you have this dream. The second step is moving towards it. 
And the third step might be, well, this didn't work, so I need to go back and adjust it. But along the way, part of that process is that you have to have faith that sometimes we have to let go of things that aren't working in order to make way for things that are. As a business owner, I can tell you that a lot of what business is is just trying and failing. It's, does this work? No, let's try something different. I even had a mentor one time who said, you know, just get out there and throw a bunch of stuff against the wall and see what sticks. I was like, what? (laughs) And she said, well, you just have to see what does your audience click with. You know, you have to find your own voice and what makes you, you, but what do people resonate with? And you'll know by trying all kinds of different things and seeing what sticks. And I thought, okay. So one of the first challenges was do a Facebook Live and see if that sticks. And it's safe to be behind the scenes doing a podcast where no one can see my face or, you know, posting from social media where, again, I'm not out there live. But to do a Facebook Live, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, like, um, I'm going to have to be vulnerable. I'm going to have to be out there. People are going to see me. What if I make mistakes? So I could have let my insecurities get in the way. I could have let fear take over. And I can tell you that if that would have happened, I wouldn't have even ever done one. Because fear can be so paralyzing that you let it stop you completely dead in your tracks from doing anything. So you have to push past that fear. And for me, one of the ways that I push past fear is just to jump in, to just do it and not think about it. Because when I start to think about it, that's when it gets messy. So when I stop like overanalyzing, which is difficult because I know that myself, as well as many of you out there, are classic overthinkers. But overthinking is going to be the thing that kills your dreams the fastest. When you let your head get in the way, instead of following your heart, you're gonna kill every single dream you have. Because we allow the fear all of the what ifs, what's going to happen if I do this, and thinking of every possible scenario, if I do this, then this. And one thing that I definitely learned in philosophy is that that is a fallacy to think if A, then B, because we don't know what's gonna happen with our actions. You know, if I do this, this is gonna happen. You don't know that for sure. So the universe says, Okay, just relax, just trust, just let go, just fall, we've got you. And whether that's taking a leap of faith and letting go of a career that is not pleasing you, isn't serving you. And I've had a lot of people come to me and say, you know what, I have a career that is just, it's stable, it provides for me, I have benefits, and I get it. I left a job like that too. And I loved the people that I worked with. It wasn't about that. It was about needing to take a step forward in a different direction. And that is very scary, especially if you already have stability and you're taking care of where you are. But for some people, 
that's called a comfort zone. And we've talked about what happens if you stay in that comfort zone for too long. It's fine if you, know, if you love your job, that's great. And not talking to everyone because not everyone needs to change their jobs. But certain people are being called. You're feeling this push to do something different. And the reason you're feeling it is because you have been called here to be a light worker. And light workers show up in all forms counselors, teachers, nurses. We need people in every profession who not only use the skills they learn from school, but also use their intuition in these types of jobs. I was talking to someone the other day about counseling and how counseling is one of those careers where it really helps if you are intuitive because some people will come to you and give you this load of crap story because someone made them go to counseling and they will lie to you just so they they say what they think you want to hear so that they can fulfill their requirement go to counseling and whatever the problem with that is they're never going to get the help they need because they're not being honest with their counselor and if you are an intuitive person and you're a counselor, you're going to see right through all that BS. You'll be like, come on now, quit lying. And if we can, if you're empathic, connect with someone on an emotional level, it's helpful because it gives you a lot of insight that you wouldn't otherwise have. And I know that being an empathic person has sincerely helped me as a teacher It's also helped me in my career with coaching, with Reiki. It's allowed me to really connect to my clients and to help them in ways that I wouldn't have been able to if I didn't have these abilities. So I'm super thankful and grateful that I have them and that, you know, I answered the call to step up and use my gifts. But I know also there are a lot of people out there who are not doing the same, who are being called but are sitting back in the background going, should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I? And you're allowing fear to keep you paralyzed. You're not even moving past this thinking stage because you're just so unsure of yourself and what to do. And the thing is that I know to be true is that if the universe is behind your back, there's nothing that can stop you. There may be people who try, but they're not going to be successful because you have a power greater than anything else behind you saying, here, I've got you, like holding that net out, saying, fall back. And unlike my brother, this will catch you. This you can trust. But so often we don't. And when you're feeling nudged to do something, to let a situation go, like a job, or maybe a person, or whatever, and you don't do it, it's like you're saying to the universe, I don't trust your plan. I don't have faith that you have my best interest at heart. And can you imagine someone coming to you to say that? Like, I don't believe you have my best interest at heart. Of course the universe has your best interest at heart. We're not always wise enough at the time to see the plan because we can't see the bigger picture. And if we could, we would understand it all. 
So sometimes you just have to trust that it's one step at a time. Sometimes it's just one day at a time. We have to trust that there is a plan for our lives. And the thing is, it's really odd, and I've talked about this with other people before, but it's really weird because we signed up to do this. We signed up to come here to help others, to be light workers. And then once we got here to Earth, it was like we forgot. We totally forgot our plan. And for some of us, if we have had gifts, we may have totally forgotten we had them. And we've been going through this spiritual shift. And it's a planetary thing. It's not just you. You're not the only one going through it. The whole planet as a whole is shifting and up-leveling. And it's, it's like a, an awakening for the world. But we have forgotten that we had these gifts and that we agreed to come here and to, to do what we do to help the planet, to heal the planet, to shift the planet into a new vibration. And so when you start getting these little, like if you've been going through an awakening and you're like, oh, I feel like I'm going crazy and I get these headaches and I'm, my life has been flipped upside down and that's what it feels like. It feels like your life has been flipped upside down because what's happening is you established a life without your purpose. So you established like you've met somebody, you had a family, you had a career, forgetting that you came here to do a certain purpose and uh, you had a plan for your life and you got off course, which it's not your fault and it's not a bad thing. It just happens. And so now the universe is saying, hey, don't you remember you signed up to do this? You're supposed to be helping. So you start to see that things that are happening in your life, like things kind of start falling apart. And I always say that everything has to fall apart before it can come together. And it's because we have to let go. We have to be willing to let go of the parts of our lives that don't serve us anymore. And that can be old belief systems, old conditions, old limiting beliefs. It can be people, it can be jobs, it can be whatever. But things that are no longer working for us, that are no longer serving us because we know we're here on a mission and we have a purpose and we're supposed to be fulfilling that. But we can't do that if we're holding on to the things that aren't serving us. So it's all about figuring out what you need to let go of and what you need to walk towards. And letting go of the old can be extremely painful and it can be a scary thing. But I'm telling you that when you do that, the universe is going to replace everything with something better. It really is. But it's all about having faith and trusting that there is a plan for your life. There is better out there. And it's all about divine timing for all of it to show up. And the universe says, if you meet us halfway, we're going to bring you amazing things. But you've got to move. You've got to meet us. And for some of you, you're still in that stage where you're like, I'm too afraid. I don't want to do it. And we've talked about this before. If you don't move, the universe will move you. 
in one way or another, you will be moved. Why not make it on your own terms? Because I know that the times in my life where I've experienced moments where the universe yanked something away from me because I wasn't willing to give it up, it was really painful. A lot more painful than if I had just walked away like I knew I should have. So something to think about. What are you holding on to that you need to be letting go today? And it need not be a scary and painful thing if you have faith that better things will come in. You see, those things in your life that you're holding on to that aren't serving you are holding on energetically. It's saving space in your life energetically that could be used for better things. The good things can't come in if there's no space. So we have to let go so that energetically we can make space for the better things to come in. And when you have faith that I'm doing the right thing for myself at the right time, and the universe is working behind the scenes on my behalf to bring me what's for my highest good and divine timing, there's nothing to worry about. Absolutely nothing. So I would urge you today to start taking a look at your life and thinking about what it is you need to change. And if you need help with that change, making that change, I would love to work with you. I offer coaching sessions and I can help you take a look at your life and get a better grip on what it is you need to let go of or where you need to head. And I promise you that my sessions are not negative and you will always feel so much better afterwards. So if you want to work with me, check out my website. I have new pricing. I lowered my pricing because I wasn't feeling like I was in alignment with what I was offering before. So the new prices are online. Go check them out. And then when you're ready to book, simply email me at melissaoatman77 at gmail.com. And you can book your session. You can book directly through email with me or messaging or texting. And I can also send you an invoice through PayPal. That's usually what most people do. And it works very well. And that way you can pick the time that you would like to meet. And we can schedule your session. Well, I wanted to pull a card for you today. So today's card comes from the, um, the Heart Thoughts deck by Louise Hay. And it is, I am willing to change. When one door closes, another door opens. It is only change. I am safe and secure and loved. And I love that. I mean, it really does go along with what we were talking about today. That change can be scary, but you are perfectly safe through this process. And the universe is going to have your back. So never be afraid to let go of what isn't serving you because you will never be sorry about that. Again, one door never closes without another one opening. Well, guys, I want to thank you for being with me today. As always, if you like this podcast, please share it with others. Please subscribe. Please leave me a review. I so appreciate all of that, and thank you to those of you who've already done so. Don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live on Facebook Mondays at 530 Central, except when there's a holiday, then it's usually Tuesday. 
and I go, um, I upload videos also on Instagram. Um, this weekend I uploaded a little reading, so if you want to follow me on IGTV, under my Instagram it's melissaoatman222, and uh, my channel is Messages with Melissa, so you can go check out the videos that are already there. I want to thank you again so much for being a part of my tribe and for your love and support. I feel it every single day and I'm so thankful for all of you. I hope that you will have a beautiful day and that you see many amazing and wonderful blessings in your life today. And I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.